to Poor Decisions, a podcast where we take a more in-depth look into the quality beverages that we enjoy on the Difference Between Us podcast so that we can help you make Poor Decisions. decisions. My name is Jason Galbraith and joining me is my partner in Poor, David Modell. What's up? Not a lot. What's uh, what's happening with you? Or are you saying it to the listeners? Yeah, it's, Gotta get it's, used to, that. It's to everybody. On today's podcast, we're going to enjoy George Dickel Sour Mash Whiskey. Whiskey without the E. Oops, I muted. Without the E. Without the E. Yeah, I'll explain in a little bit. Oh. Yeah. Okay. She took the E off, so it's whiskey like they, like they spell it in Scotland. Okay. Look at them trying to be fancy. All right, so we poured it. We've been enjoying it a little bit. We always like to do that a little bit before we start so we can get our own little bit of tasting notes and all that business. But before we get into those tasting notes, David, what was your favorite thing about our most recent camping trip to Lake Casitas? Oh, my favorite thing. We had some fun, yeah? We did. We had a good time. It's like mm-hmm. your, This was your second trip out with the, with the trailer. Mm-hmm. So what was that like? First of all, oh, way easier than the first. That's and, for sure. And what's the reason? Just because you're used to it, or uh, because you you actually had the use of your truck to prepare? Or yeah, I think I was just able to prepare a little bit better. Uh, I knew what to expect, knew what I needed to grab for the most part. I mean, th- even this trip, we were like, oh, we needed to do this. You forgot a few things. Yeah, you still forget a few things, but um, yeah, I was a little bit better better prepared. I think. Yeah, you'll get better at not forgetting things. We uh, and I knew my trailer a yeah. little bit, you know. Yeah, but your truck didn't perform the way you wanted it to. Yeah, it was it was acting a little weird. Uh, I think it was because uh, it's a you know the older diesel that it's just mainly just so much torque a lot and of not torque, a lot of low not end. a lot of horsepower. It's more torque, so it's 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 a little bit slower going. But it it, it didn't have any problems towing it. it. Just like I wasn't you know. Uh, what do you call that? Getting high temperatures or anything like that? It was just slow. Yeah. So back to the question: What was your most? Uh, what was your favorite thing about the camping trip? My favorite thing was cornhole. I think. Yeah, you enjoyed the cornhole. I enjoyed it. Uh, normally, lately, I haven't been. I don't know why I haven't been like as into cornhole, but I had a good time playing. Yeah, we played quite a few games. Quite a we few did. games. And on uh, on the weekend, we did bring. Uh, George Dickel, and we had our Dickel squirt, what we call it. No matter how you, you, if you don't like it, fine. Turn it off. Turn turn it off now. If you don't like the name, See, playing, just turn it off. Playing cornhole with some Dickel squirt was. So that there's the Dickel squirt. Let me just talk about that a little bit. Uh, it's what that is. Is it's George Dickel sour mash. You can probably have regular, you know, George Dickel, but it's uh, it's the sour mash with squirt, the beverage squirt, and it is. The easiest thing to drink, and <laughs> you're putting a whole pour in there, right? Which normally, if you're having a pour like that, you're sipping it. Yeah, exactly. So it takes time. It you don't really get a buzz right away. The the buzz comes gradual, kind of like we do on Thursdays. Where like I'm not buzzed at all on the difference between us, but after right afterwards we do the difference between we do B roll for our patrons, and when when we get halfway through B roll is when I start going. Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling that whiskey now. Right, yeah. right, but that's not the case when you're drinking uh, Dickel Squirt. It goes down too smooth, too fast, too fast, too smooth, and you're and it's a full pour after two glasses. Tossed, bro. I can't, can't even. I was on Saturday. 
I was so buzzed when we were walking around walking our dogs because Mindy, we have to walk our dogs to go to the bathroom and all that business. So we went on a loop on our loop to make sure they go to the bathroom before we put them away before we could you know play some games and stuff. And I I was I was so buzzed, bro. (laughs) I was trying my best to play it off. And a little fact, right? Three. That was only two dickle squirts and then one Bud Light. Nursing the Bud Light like you suggested. Yeah. That's all I had. Crazy. But you got to think how much, how quickly you probably had the dickle squirts. Yeah. You had two in a row really St- fast. Straight to the head. So straight uh, to the, the fun fact, though, about how we discovered the squirt. With, yeah, yeah, that's with, a good story. With Mr. Dickel mm-hmm. uh, was uh, we were in Arkansas. Yeah. And they didn't have, we didn't have any, um, what do you call that? I wanted a highball. Yeah, so they, ginger ale. So that's whatever whiskey with some ginger ale. Right. And we didn't have any and they had squirts. So I tried it and I told everybody, you got to try this. And next thing you know, it was so good. The entire house, even people that weren't drinking it, had some. How we're talking about dickle squirt. It was very, and we're saying it in a very, yeah, derogatory. Yes. In a very way, I don't <laughs> sexual think, manner. I, I actually don't think Stephanie really appreciates. No, she doesn't. Dickle squirt. I don't think so either, but it's, it's we, hilarious. And we overuse it probably. Well, yeah. I mean, I, even today a, at work, I said something about yeah that Jason Lake's dickle <laughs> in and around his mouth. <laughs> yeah, it is a good. It is a very good whiskey. So let's get into it now. So okay. your favorite thing was cornhole. I agree. I enjoyed the cornhole. One of my favorite things. I'll say my favorite thing was, uh, and I said it on the Jason Mindy Patreon show. But my favorite thing was uh, the, the 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 lunch that we had on Saturday. Yeah. The the hot wings and the hot wings and the and the. Uh, pasta salad yeah the version of it mindy's yeah. pasta salad that yeah, stephanie, stephanie made yeah and then cornhole and all that that whole thing was just i had a blast i, I just thought of another time. really cool thing that happened this weekend yeah. is the the pups introduction that was great it actually and, we and blue's reaction was amazing even bella's wasn't bad she just was like i don't care about you and i'm gonna go over here less, but yeah. blue was all about him and they were they were great. Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, we worried for a, a lot of it, and, and it's confirmed. Blue is really, when he sees another dog, he's just really excited. He, he wants to play with the other dog. It's all it is. And that's and he was so gentle with the pup. And uh, we haven't done it off leash yet, which, of course, that'll happen very soon. But he was great, and it's encouraging to me. Minnie was a little more worried than I was. I'm willing to let them kind of w- try each other out. But but. Fitzgerald, the pup, was doing everything right. Submissive, you know, being being the way a puppy should when when it's being introduced to a dog, a full yeah. grown dog. Yep. So that was a, that was another good moment. Thank you for that. So let's get into this. Uh, this is again George Dickel, uh, born forty years after the signing of the Declaration of Independence. George A. Dickel was an established Nashville merchant when he entered the whiskey business. Dickel grew his reputation for selling the smoothest, most mellow spirits in the region. Thus, G. O. A. Dickel and Company was born, and when the Cascade Hollow Distillery opened in 1878 in neighboring Coffee country, George Dickel bought a large share. George Dickel followed in the Scottish tradition of spelling whiskey without an E. There I like go. that. So it's spelled without an E. Uh, what are we drinking? What we are drinking is Sour Mash. It is a 90 proof, which is 45% alcohol, 90 proof Tennessee whiskey blended blending older whiskeys to achieve deep, assertive flavors with an incredibly smooth finish, bold and brazen. This is 
the superior number 12, sour mash. Does the 12 have anything to do with years? It has or nothing just... to do with it. Okay. And they just call it the superior number 12. And if I've got tasting notes here that I haven't read because we want to go into our own and then we'll share some of these. But David, what are your tasting notes? We've been having it a little bit. I do want to say something before we get sure, into our, sure. our tasting notes is uh, what's the difference of sour mash versus a regular bourbon? Gotcha. What is we it? didn't really get into that much. Uh, I didn't know what it was prior, so it was kind of interesting to read. Mm-hmm. Um, sour mash uh, whiskey uses bourbon recipe, the normal bourbon recipe, but starts with the mash from with leftovers of the previous batch. Okay. So that's what a sour mash is. I got gotcha. you. Versus... On regular bourbon, would everything would be brand new. So you come into it thinking it's going to be sour just because of the name, but that is not necessarily the case. Right. I I immediately thought something was sour in the mash, but had nothing to do with that. It's not like a rye whiskey where rye whiskeys are. They tend to be a little more on the sour side because they're well, not really. They're kind of have a rye flavor, but um, but it's not sour at all, in my opinion. So we'll get into your tasting notes a little bit. Um, what was I tasting here? I, I got a lot of different smells. I was smelling some... You you and I both were getting some caramel in there. Yes. Um, and then I picked up, I said licorice. Yeah, red, you did red say licorice. licorice. Yeah, on the nose. And um, I'm still getting that. Yeah. Um, definitely some kind of a, a spice of some sort. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said something with maple. I can totally get a hint of maple in there. There's probably a little bit of cinnamon as well, now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, but yeah, I'm getting caramel. Uh, it's very buttery. Uh, if, if especially if you take it, if you don't, if you don't just pound it, right? You just have a little bit on the tongue. It's very buttery. Is it? You know, I noticed that the, the smaller mouth. sip, you get a you get a buttery taste. I totally get that. Yeah, and it's definitely very sweet. So uh, like you know, brown sugar. Oh, there's yeah. definitely brown a lot sugar. of that in there. Like even like a little bit of maybe warmed. Brown sugar. You could smell the like brown that. sugar, actually. Yeah, so it's it's delicious. I mean, it's it's not harsh in any way. Surprising for the price point, which we'll get into later, that it's this good because it is. It's a it's a great it's a great whiskey. It is. It so. is, and it's it's almost a shame to mix it with the squirt. Now that we know, it really is we like it neat. Well, I've had it neat. Uh, I was introduced to this by the person that introduced us to whiskey, which is my 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 mentor, my. My boss, Boogie Triggs, who has the, the podcast Boogology, which I haven't done in quite some time. I need to get with him and do another one. But uh, he brought this over for a, a Boogology podcast taping. And he said, try this. It's really, really good. And I was like, wow, it is very, very good. So I've had it neat quite often. Uh, okay. You you were introduced to it in Arkansas, but you immediately mixed it with the squirt. Yeah, I think uh, uh, so. You did because... I wanted my first couple... I, I think I did take a sip of it mm-hmm. neat, but a very mm-hmm. small sip, and then I wanted something cool to drink because it was very hot there. So your your experience with it, you haven't had a lot of it uh, neat like this or even just over ice. I have on the last podcast with Jason Mindy. I was sipping a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I like it neat. It's very, very good, but it's also very, very good uh, mixed with squirt. So we're going to get into that a little bit as well as soon as we get through some of our tasting notes because we got to have the see- keep sipping sucker meter on there, sucker meter on there to see if we we're getting down to the bottom of it, you know, neat like this because mm-hmm. that's how we do it. All right. So my tasting notes I already provided. How do you rate this one? One through 10. It's it's a solid eight. Yeah, I would say eight for sure. I'm agreeing, I'm agreeing with you on that. Eight, eight. And then if you add the price point, which I get to later, my 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 uh, rating goes up a little bit. 
Okay, so we give that an eight. Uh, how, what, what do you think of the color? I added this to it because I, th- I think the color is kind of an important thing. Yeah, I, you did mention something with that. Yeah, so what do you think of this? How would you rate the color, let's just say? Um, I kind of like the darker, cherrier one. Like like a McKellen. Yeah. or um, like that. Nectar yeah. Deor was like that. Right. Nectar, Nectar Deor was light, actually. Uh, it was Good point. It was. It's, it was um, Abelor. Abunad was a darker, cherryish looking color almost. Right. I tend to like that a little bit more, but this is this is a very nice color to it. Yeah, I mean the the colors don't vary a, a lot in in whiskeys. I'm sure an expert would disagree, but it's very golden. Uh, it's a very appealing looking color. So uh, I would I would rate it as a as a very delicious looking color. Is, yeah. that, is, is that a color? Is that is delicious? The yeah. color is delicious. Kind of like a it's a little bit little bit lower than an amber, right? Yeah. Not quite amber. It's more of a yeah, because it's got some cherry goldish. in it too, almost like oak. It's almost oaky in a lot of ways. All right, so what's your favorite thing about this drink? Ooh, my favorite thing. Hmm. I don't know. I definitely love. I mean, the flavor is so great. I, I was actually surprised. I don't remember tasting it. I do remember like in Arkansas, you know, t- tasting, but I don't remember any tasting notes. Right. Um. And it, it's a it's a little bit. If you take a normal bourbon, this is a little sidestep from anything else I've ever had. It, it, okay, it's super easy to drink. My favorite thing, it it is smooth. It's I, really I just like it smooth. is different. It is different. It is different, but it's also really incredibly smooth, easy to drink, neat like this. Probably would taste good with a little bit of ice, um, but but it's that's my favorite thing. The, the burn is so minute, so not it doesn't last very long at all, and right. The finish on it, like I went up to Mindy and I, she wanted me to give her a kiss before we started. And she's like, "Well, your 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 breath uh, smells sweet." Hmm. So even there, it's good for kissing your lady. There you go, or your man. You know what I'm saying? In your case, yes. In my in my <laughs> case, it's for the ladies that are listening. So and that's my favorite thing. It's really really smooth. How does it compare to your favorite drink? Let's say favorite bourbon because it's a bourbon category. Uh, it's right up there. Absolutely. I. I Right up there with uh, Woodford mm-hmm. Reserve and even my favorite like rye, which would be like a um, Copper Fox rye was really good. And, oh, boy, uh, that was good. You know, just I, I, I liked what I like about rye is that it was different. And that's what I'm liking about this. See, Copper Fox also has that sort of cherry, darker cherry color, does it not? Yes, yeah. it does. It does. It, my biggest thing, though, like I said with this, is that um, you, you we started tasting bourbons and they all started kind of tasting the same. That's like, true. Buffalo Trace was really close to Woodford. And this one was really close to this one. And it, it just started getting like, okay, is there not anything different? And when we had this, it was like... It's definitely different. There we go. This is what I'm talking about. Something something that stands out a little different. You're right. And what do you think the differences are? I'm not sure. Maybe it's this mash build. Maybe it's using <clears throat> um, this the previous remnants of the mash. Yeah, it makes it older. It even said it in the description that it comes from older... Uh, distilled whiskeys, so it is a little. It's got a little more age on it than than most, right? right? So that maybe that changes it a little bit. But it is a blend, so it's not that most most bourbons are blend, though. Am I am I correct on that? There's not too many bourbons that are you know single malt or uh, like the like the red breast. What's the what's the red breast single pot pot still or whatever pot it still, is single yeah. pot still. So they're they're I think they're most of them are a blend, but. Uh, I don't know. Something about this uh, 
it it just stands out as something different. I love when I just rattle on like I think I know what I'm talking about, and then when I stop, there's a moment where I go, "Jason, you don't know shit." So just uh, shut up. I couldn't tell you. I, you were saying something <laughs> about the blend. I'm a, I'm assuming when they don't say single malt, it's a blend. Yeah, I think bourbons are all blends, to be honest, but I don't really know. Uh, they never really distinguish whether they're single malt or not. I've never seen a single malt bourbon in my entire life. No, not. I mean, because and I've been drinking, you know, whiskeys since I was two. So I'm, you know what I mean? In my entire life. <laughs> Yeah, my you, jokes you shot every you not, shot every gun there is. Yeah, and my jokes are not working on you this evening. My fa- uh, so how does it compare to my favorite bourbon, which is also Woodford Reserve? It's uh, it's very high up there. It's comparable, right? It's in the same category, in my opinion, because yeah. they are a little bit different, like you said, and I like it. So price point on this is thirty bucks. So it's about the same, so right? As the same. Yeah. So that's why, to me, it's a really good. Oh, did I get it for thirty bucks or no? I got it. I'm sorry. This was, yeah, it was thirty bucks. My apologies. I've seen it somewhere for twenty one. Though I bought it one time for twenty one. Oh wow! But uh, 30, 30 bucks. And so, because at that price point, I rated a little bit higher. I'd say it's probably an eight point five because of that price point to get that good of a of a, of a bourbon. And not have to spend a shitload of money to me makes it rate a little bit higher. Why do you think that is? Why do you think all these really good bourbons that we've tried are on the cheaper side? Well, I think bourbon lends itself to being cheaper because it doesn't have to be imported. So that is kind of a thing. You can get a quality, yeah. more quality bourbon for a little bit less than you can like a quality scotch. The taxes and all that stuff. Yeah. So I in, think yeah. if you if you stick with more American, if you explore American whiskeys you can probably get some really good quality shit without having to spend the amount of money that you're spending, you know, for scotch to get really good quality stuff. So because of that, I think that's in part why they can have such quality and not have to spend as much. Even though if you do get the the single malt American ones, they're pretty expensive. They are. And, and they're just trying to compete with scotches, which is kind of shitty because they're, they're making a huge profit off of them. You know what I'm saying? Compared yeah. to what scotches, the scotch, because they're paying import fees you know, importing from, from Ireland and Scotland and stuff like that. Whereas we're not paying that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To, 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 to buy something American here. So they are really upcharging. It's still taxed, but not as bad. They're just upcharging a lot, a lot more. Not that their stuff isn't quality, but it seems like you could play with it a little bit more as American, uh, whiskey makers make something a little bit less and give us a little more quality. You know, it's kind of, I would imagine scotch is cheaper in Scotland. I would hope it is. I would hope they're not spending the amount of money we spend. Yeah, I would. Right? I would, I would think. For the good shit. I mean, the, you know, a $90 bottle. You would hope that they're not spending that much because it's right there. It's right there, yeah. Exactly. So, all right, we went over the price point. We went over our little notes. We talked about Lake Acetus. Um, We're going to go to Keep Sipping Sucker here pretty soon. Uh, let's, um, should we switch to the, the Dickel Squirt? Or are we we good with with rolling along here with the um, same shit? Yeah, let's let's get a little bit of tasting of the the Dickel Squirt. I, I, what what are we gonna say? There's nothing you of? can say about it. It, it tastes the, like Squirt. The Squirt hides it. So go ahead. Okay, sip, I'm tasting sip, it. Sip away. Yeah, really. Do, oh, there. Okay, full effect. Full there effect from David. That was the sip there. It's delicious, man. It really is good. It's so easy to drink. Oh it, it is very little. You don't Whiskey you don't taste. taste it. The sour mash blends really well with this with the squirt. So yeah, 
Uh, oh I don't my know God. Why, why it's so good, but it is very good. Though. Well, I'll just say caution if you do decide to go this route and have a, a dickle squirt coin. The phrase has been coined by us, dickle squirt. <laughs> um, be careful oh, because yeah. you're going to get fucked up. Yeah. If you, uh, be careful. You got you to gotta make sure you're good at pacing. Yeah, you really have to pace because it, it, was, it was hot too, right? So yeah. we're thirsty. Yeah. And bro, before you know it, that shit gone. And it's got sugar in it. So sugar makes you want to have more of it. You know, sugary drinks like that. Yeah. They make you want to have more. All it's, right. It's definitely very high on the keep sip inside. Oh, well, Dickel Squirt is. There's no doubt. <clears throat> but that's uh, like, a, that's a 10 plus 10. Oh, that's way, way up there. Well, let's get into these fun questions. A new thing that we're doing here. So before we get to the keep sip and suck a meter, uh, I do have a few questions for you. There's okay. three of them like last time. Let's see what your answers are. And of course, I'll answer as well. First question, when you poop at home, this is really changing the subject. Yeah, this is there's no difference. There's no relation to whiskey in these questions. Prepare yourself, folks. Okay. All right, when you poop at home, do you drop your pants around your ankles or take them all the way off? <laughs> <laughs> what? There's got to be a third option because ankles, you may not even go ankles. You may stay above the knees. Yeah, I just stand at ankles. If I'm putting them back on, I'm standing at ankles. If I'm going right in the shower, yeah, I'll just take them off. <laughs> if I'm just doing a Frenchman. A Frenchman. Uh-huh. You know, that's when you just give up and go in the shower. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> if it's that bad. <laughs> if it's that bad and you didn't bring any baby wipes or something. Yeah, exactly. Just, just get in the shower. Uh, I don't even really know if I go all, all the way to the ankles, bro. I just keep the pants like right around the knees. I don't mm. go all the way. Do you go all the way to the ankles? Oh, yeah. You drop that shit all the way to the ankles. Yep, all the way down. Yeah, I don't do that. Weird, huh? Yeah. And you know what? It makes sense if you're used to like going in public places because you don't really want your pants all the way down. You don't want your wallet for everybody to, you know, not that people do that shit. Someone's not reaching under and taking my wallet, but people fucking do that, bro. What? Yeah, they absolutely do that. That's crazy. What are you going to do about it? You're in the middle of taking a shit. You're I'm in, just going to stand up and let it go right on them. I mean, they're listening. They're listening for when that stuff starts to come come out of the, the, the pooper, and then they grab for the wallet, and you kn- they know you can't leave. You don't want to cut cut off the log. Well, I'm going to start wearing pants <laughs> with a zipper on that side. <laughs> on that side? There's, what if you're sitting in the middle? No, on the, on the side that my wallet. Oh, on. gotcha. I'm with you. All right. So that's a good question. All right. Would you rather be able to play every musical instrument or speak every language fluently? Oh, music. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're speaking everybody's language when you play music. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, that's good. Everybody can appreciate your music, whether they, they can understand you or not. Mm. And when you're playing instruments, you're not, you're not singing. Yeah, I don't know if I would go pick that. I'm a musician, so that's kind of funny that I don't know if I would pick it. First of all, I'd have to have all that equipment somewhere. Well, you wouldn't have to. You'd just be, have the ability. Tina's in the chat. She would, says hi. Hello, Would you Tina. count singing is that? Because in some in a lot of people's eyes, that is their instrument. I mean, yeah, I get it. That, that is their instrument, but we're talking about instru- musical instruments. Because if I could Stuff sing, that'd be even better. Yeah, but we're talking to everyone. That's there's so many instruments, bro. So many different instruments. And so many different languages. Yeah, I'd rather be able to speak. China has like three on its own. I'd rather be able to speak every language fluently. Wow, that would be awesome. I would love that. 
It'd be so cool. You would never use it because you live here. It's true, but I would explore. <laughs> yeah, you would. You there's plenty of people you could talk to here that speak different languages, bro. You'd at least you'd at least use ten of them if you just go to L.A. Okay. Seriously, there's so many different. Or people. you could just know Spanish and you're good. <laughs> That's true. I would like to know Spanish. All right. Next question: If you could shoot one condiment from your belly button, what would it be and why? One condiment. Condiment. What the fuck. <laughs> that is the weirdest fucking question. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, one s- spray cheese. Spray cheese. You're already doing that. Yeah, I wanted to go as disgusting as possible yeah. on that one. Oh, that's a hair. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, uh, let's see. Me, I would say, oh, man, not mayonnaise. It's kind of gross. Jesus What's my favorite? Gross. You know what would be my favorite? My favorite would be like some sort of hot sauce. <laughs> hot sauce all right yeah because uh you know i mean like i i like okay imagine me at the lunch table right at work <laughs> go with me on this journey I'm imagine me on the lunch table at the lunch table at work and i brought i bring in one of my uh burritos my black bean and cheese burritos right, right? yeah well i wouldn't have to depend on anybody to have the sriracha or the hot sauce sitting on the table i would just Stand up. You have to bring your your burrito to your belly button that often, though. Yeah, I'd stand up, lift my shirt, whatever you got to do to make it come out. Squeeze, grunt. I don't know if you probably grunt. You probably grunt like you'd have to take a crap too. You probably grunt that way. Or I don't know if you'd squeeze your belly or, or something. You know, squeeze it maybe, and then have it come <laughs> out in front of everybody. Sit down, take a few bites, get up, do the same thing. Put it all along the top of my burrito. That sounds awful. Sounds awful, but what if it tastes good? I mean, it's like the best salsa, best hot sauce ever that you've ever had coming out. You would probably, after having a couple glasses of Dickel Squirt, you would be like, man, put your hot sauce on my burrito or something. Like if if it was Taco Tuesday, you'd be like, dude, we don't have taco sauce, Jason. Where are you? Yeah. you know, you'd, See, and I could do the same thing because I have cheese. You'd have cheese. You, you could, could put, put some cheese on the taco. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> hell yeah, you get to the point where fuck it, you just dip chips in your belly button. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> this is so gross. Yeah. Yeah. Why is the belly button that gross though? <laughs> I don't know, man. I read something too on the Jason Mini podcast that was talking about the best place to put perfume. Hmm. And they say that the best place to put perfume is in your belly button. Yeah, because it's stank. It's <laughs> is that why? No, they say it's because it's warm, and it'll last longer there. Because it's the warmest part of your body, it'll emit that uh, that that the smell a little bit longer. The fragrance. You ever put your finger in there and then smell it? <laughs> no, I I don't do that. Do you? Smell no, like, I've never done smell that. Like, <laughs> smells like butthole or dirty feet. Yep. Possibly, uh, I don't know. I've never done it either. And so, so Tina says we could share. LOL. She says crusty. Ew. Yeah. Well, you just got to keep it clean. It's like you got to keep the tip of your sriracha clean and your ketchup lid clean. All that stuff's got to stay because it gets crusty. So you got to make sure it's clean. And what if you have a leak though? Yeah, you just leak, look, look like, down and your shirt's covered in yeah, cheese what or if, salsa. Yeah. What if you're like when you run, it leaks. 
<laughs> At least mine's not that that much liquid. Yours, your shirt would be wet. Yeah, it looked like I have my. I was having a um, uh, belly button period or something. Mine would just like somebody's put baby food in there. That's gross. All right, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on to this. Keep sipping sucker. We know you like it. It's our keep sipping sucker meter. Yeah. So this is our keep sipping suck a meter. We use it every single time. It's our best way, I think, to gauge whether we really like something or not. And in this case, we love this. This is a, I, I, I'll speak for you, David. I'm, I think you're probably going to agree. I won't speak for you. Hell with that. Speak yeah. for your damn self. Thanks, man. appreciate uh, that. I like it. I think it's great. Uh, we, we, I would have finished had I not taken a few sips of the, uh, Dickel squirt and and not talking so damn much, but uh, yeah, I'm almost to the bottom of it and I could finish it very very easily. David, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm done. He's done. His oh, I have a little little tiny little sip, bit. and I, you know I've been sipping on the 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 Dickel squirt. So all right, so Tina just joined us. Tina, what we are drinking is George Dickel. Now Tina turned me on to Tullamore Dew. And she is a whiskey drinker herself. Tina, I think that this is one you would really, really like. It's called George Dickel Sour Mash Superior 12. So uh, if you get a chance to listen back to the beginning of the show, I uh, highly recommend you try it. Not, not to mention it goes really good with squirt. It and, also goes uh, good with her, her, her guacamole out of her belly button. <laughs> yeah, did you see true. that in the chat? I did see that. She said guacamole would be in her, when it come out of her belly button. But I also want to, uh, to recommend that you try uh, it with Squirt. It's super, super good. So would you buy it again? Oh, yeah. This, this is something I want to keep on the bar. Yeah, this is a bar one for me. I'm probably going to get it very, very soon. <clears throat> probably for this, uh, the party we got going on this weekend. For David's birthday party. Yeah, probably gonna get it for that because it really has become one of my favorites, especially with. Uh, you have to get like squirt. three bottles of that shit. Oh man, I know it's, but yeah, I can't. That's I know, ninety. All, that's a hundred bucks. I know. I'm just saying. So it, it would be more like uh, get it. Maybe I wonder if the squirt goes with other whiskeys that aren't as expensive. We should try that. I know. Um, what the heck's his name? Somebody from Recmy. What's his name? Uh. You got Jordan, you got Cam, you got Jordan. Joe. Uh -huh. Jordan said when he was here for the last barbecue that he likes squirt with whiskey. Okay, so there we go. So we'll he tried it with some, other ones. He never tried it with Dickel, though. We'll get some maybe less expensive whiskey and pour the pour it into the squirt. I think the squirt just hides it. I think it hides any, probably hides most of it because it's yeah, so Yeah, we delicious. should. We can probably get rid of some of them, the gross ones. But <laughs> we should, dude. <laughs> I've got this one called Patty's out there that Mindy bought for me, and I'm just uh, not. No offense, Mindy. Thank you. The thought was nice. She listens, by the way. Uh, the thought was really nice, and I, I appreciate you for getting it. But it's not that good. It's just not that good. It's hard to drink. But I bet if I hit it in some squirt, be great. What What are you hitting? I'm going to hide it. Oh, hit. I'm going to hit. I thought not, you said something about hitting it. Not hit. I don't want to hit. I'm like, like what, you kind just, of, what kind of sexual thing are you talking not about? With this, no, not, not <laughs> that at all. Not that at all. Tina loves squirt, she says. Hmm. Nice. Hmm. I'll share. Love squirt. I'll share. What's that mean? Just don't share your squirt. Whoa. Tina. No, I mean, <laughs> we will provide is what I'm saying. Uh, well, where, where'd you go with that? <laughs> all right. <clears throat> That's enough of our shenanigans. 
Thank you guys for tuning in. We should have had more squirt and dickle squirt while we were doing this, but uh, thank you for tuning in to Poor Decisions on the Difference Between Us feed. If you love this show, tell a friend. Follow us on Podbean, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And a reminder, the difference between us will be live on Mixler this Thursday at 6.30 p.m. We aren't really even sure what our topic's going to be yet. We, we were at the camper and we were, we didn't even know what it was going to be. You'll find out at 6.30 p.m. live on Mixler. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll talk to you then. Shenanigans.